Hello, my friend. You are listening to Christy, and I am coming to you straight from the front seat of my car, driving home from OcaliCon 2018. Let me tell you, I am exhausted. It's at the Greater Columbus Convention Center in Columbus, Ohio, every November for the last 12 years, and this is my first time going. Um... I didn't know what to think when I first got there. It's a little overwhelming. Let me tell you, if you ever go there, make sure that if you have someone with you or if you yourself is somebody who needs a little extra support with mobility, for goodness sake, bring your cane, your walker, your wheelchair, whatever kind of support you need, wear good sturdy shoes, because I think I walked about five miles today, according to my Fitbit. At least I got my exercise in, right? Anyway, I am coming home from Columbus and I wanted to share with you a little bit about what I learned today and uh, keep passing along some information. This might be something that I continue to do. So if you like this, uh, let me know. Uh, Give me a comment, uh, some feedback. Tell me more about what you'd like to learn and if you like podcast kind of audio files so you can listen while you're in the car or on your job or at home while you're making dinner or if you would like video content I can do that too so let me know what you prefer um so the keynote today uh was Dr. Christopher Gilberg he is a professor he is a doctor of child and adolescent psychiatry and he is the leading autism researcher in the world right now he's active and um, still sees kids in his clinic Um, he is the chief at a hospital and he is from Sweden He has very good English. I was very, very happy that I didn't have any problems understanding him at all. But he had a packed house today, man. It was full, full, full. I had a seat at the back, and luckily they closed captioned it. So when everyone else behind me in the... Oh, there's like an area where you go through uh, booths and things to look at all the displays and um, sort of like a a fair of different providers and things. But anyway, back to the keynote. Um, It was really informative and kind of academic, to be honest. If you didn't understand a lot of the words that he was using, he might be a little bit hard to follow. Um, He used a lot of big medical type words that maybe some of us wouldn't understand. Um, Luckily, I've been in the field long enough, I was able to kind of get the gist of what he was saying um, and be able to explain it to you. So the most interesting thing that I heard was um, he has done all of this autism research. He's written over 650 scientific papers on the subject and related topics. And he has found through his research that autism never is seems to be a solo diagnosis. Um, it's always co-occurring with something else. Things like ADHD with autism, things like uh, speech and language disorders with autism, things like OCD with autism, um, and a whole host of other different things. So he's come up with this concept called ESSENCE. ESSENCE as in E-S-S-E-N-C-E, which is an acronym for something long that I can't remember, but it has to do with clinically evaluating kids who have 
been identified as autistic um, and seeing what their other co-occurring disorders might be. I thought that was pretty interesting that autism is hardly ever diagnosed alone, that you know, something else always goes with it. Um, I can definitely see that in most of the kids that, that I have contact with that I know that have autism. Um, I see it all the time. What was interesting about it is he put it from a perspective of uh, people tend to work in their own little boxes. You know, researchers might only research autism. Um, other doctors might only treat uh, a mental health condition. Um, Maybe they only deal with the diagnosis of speech and language. A lot of times it just depends on the clinician that you end up seeing. For a parent, myself included, finding the right clinician for your child to get an accurate diagnosis of actually what's going on with them can be so incredibly frustrating. Um, I'll give you a list, a personal story. I have a, a seven-year-old son who's having some issues with learning and he's got a lot of other things going on as well. So we take him to the pediatrician and yesterday we got a referral for neurology, orthopedics, gastroenterology, genetics, speech therapy, lang- uh, speech, uh, orth- uh, occupational therapy, couldn't think of the right word. Um, and there was something else I'm forgetting, but anyway, um, there were at least six or seven different appointments that we're going to have to make. And he does not even have a diagnosis yet. This kid is a mystery, yes, but still. Um, one of the things the doctor said he was looking for some sort of link that links it all together. And this intrigued me because this is exactly what Dr. Gilbert talked about today. How there's some sort of link that links a lot of these different problem areas together. And why oh why do we work in silos it's one of my favorite things to talk about I can kind of get on a soapbox about it if you've ever worked with me um, at the Hardin County Board of DD you've heard me probably say this before as agencies we tend to work like I said before in our own little boxes where we concentrate on our area of expertise we never contact any other area of of life domain stuff like if I was an employment counselor I would only deal with an, a, a plan for employment if I was a doctor I would only deal with medical care if I was a teacher I would only deal with education which makes sense but when we're talking about a child that has multiple issues all of those people should be talking to each other because there's something underlying there um, where we need a whole child approach. I thought that was very, uh, very helpful. Um, when I talk about silos, you might be thinking, what do I mean? So if you're from Hardin County like I am, we are a rural farming community. So everywhere you look, everywhere you drive, even in the middle of my downtown, there are these great big buildings that look like tall cylinders, They're usually made out of galvanized metal or some, some something like that. And they hold uh, grain. They're storage um, storages for grain. So... When I'm talking silos, you're talking about all these things that are, you know, stored up in this one little container. So maybe at school, you're talking about your child's IEP. You're talking about progress reports. You're talking about behavior plans. You're talking about any academic thing that comes up. Um, But they might not ever talk to the speech language pathologist. 
Um, they might never talk to the employment counselor from, you know, maybe something like Ohio's, uh, what's it called? Opportunities for Ohio's Ohioans with disabilities. They make employment plans, have job coaches, things like that for, for people with disabilities of all kinds. Um, it's just amazing how nobody really talks to each other. So that's something that at least in Hardin County, I would love to see happen is some sort of wraparound team where if a family needs some support, the professionals that touch their lives, everybody gets a slice of the pie, but the whole pie is that child. You know what I'm saying? If you're imagining it's around Thanksgiving time, I guess I'm thinking about pie. Um, (laughs) if you're imagining a piece of one piece of pie, that might be my part as working for a board of DD. So I have that piece of the pie. But then you've got the teacher who has another piece of the pie. And then you have the um, medical professionals who have another piece of the pie. And nobody sees that pie as a whole, which is crazy. If all of us work together and started working on the same goals, we would have less meetings to go to. We would have less confusion. The child could potentially be way more successful because if everybody's working on the same sort of goals and supporting each other, oh, imagine the the uh, progress that the kids could make if they were all working um, together on the same sort of thing. So... I guess that was my soapbox for the day, and Dr. Gilberg just sort of uh, inspired me to kind of pick that back up again, uh, where I, I may have been lacking a little bit and concentrating on my own silo, you know what I mean? So if you have any interest in learning more about this and how we can get more wraparound teams started in Hardin County, please comment below, leave me a message, call me at work. I work at the Hardin County Board of DD, Simon Kenton School. The phone number is 419-674-4158. I hope to see you soon and talk with you about what's going on in the life of you and your family. And I wish you a very good night. Goodbye.